Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. So like in the last hour, a couple of things I talked about. So I gave you this vision of what Stacy Barber and I talked about this morning. And this actually came from Stacy. We were talking about mother nature and we were talking about, you know, what happens when mother nature or nature tries to get our attention. So we had this conversation and was chit-chatting about my first introduction to mother nature and, and how it was portrayed. You know, the beautiful images of this beautiful goddess-like creature with all of the nature around and the greenery. Ah, oh, just gorgeous, right? Beautiful flowers, budding, animals, everybody right there, right? Today, I was talking with her and I said, what is today's version of mother nature to represent the fact that mother, now which I call mama, has been trying to get our attention for as long as we have been on the planet. Get our attention about the power of the plants, the power of earth, you know, the healing medicines we have just here, everywhere you look. You know, the time before there were massive buildings and highways and there was Mother Nature and all of the unlimited power. You know, what is it that we've learned through the Amazon forest that women and men alike have come forward and said, stop cutting us down? What have we learned about the energy of this? What have we learned about the practical nature of it? But more importantly, what have we not learned? So we had this view of Mother Nature today as we were reflecting on where we are. Everything from what's happening in the most beautiful parts of California, oh my gosh, to what's happening on the East Coast. You know, so what is the view of Mother Nature now? And so we had this image of Mother Nature now. Uh, and Stacy, I think, said to me, yeah, you know what Mother Nature looks like now? Imagine Mother Nature in this red hot, tight dress, standing up, wearing a pair of stilettos saying, I'm still here, pay attention. And there's never been a time where we are looking for plant healing, intuitive healing, going back to remedies that came from grandmama Basili, grandmama Balela, great grandmama Balela, these concoctions that they would just put on the stove and things for you to breathe by that they grew. What is it about that plant, spirit, Reiki, energy healing with the elements of nature? Faye Johnston joining me here today. Johnston, why is this a time to listen? I'll tell you why. 
what if you knew, what if you knew that this idea, this beautiful healing, whether it's Reiki, herbal, shamanic, what if that's been with us forever? And now it's time to remember and use it. That's what Faye has done. You know, this is the time to look at how our own healing stories are calling us to share, shift, and shock the world by the power of this. Faye, great to have you. Hi, it's really wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. And that was just the most very powerful introduction to this topic. So that's brilliant. Thank you. Well, I want to start. I last show, um, I talked about the fact that I had a mentor once upon a time, a powerful mentor. I mean, oh my gosh, learned so much. Looked at me and said, you know what, Pat, here's the deal. You know, you know when you're really going to change? When the pain is staying the same? totally outweighs the pain of change. So the idea of you staying the same in your thinking, in your healing, in your not healing, in your life, when that pain gets so bad, that's when you'll look at something else. And when when they said that to me, I was like, are you crazy? And then I got sick in 2004, like overnight. No, actually within an eight hour period, I went from what I thought was a healthy me to a not healthy me. And that was the pain of staying the same, which got so much greater. For you, what was it that was your tipping point? What was it for you that had you come out and say, I'm this person, I am the person to demonstrate how energy healers and Reiki practitioners can partner with plant spirit allies and the forces of nature. What happened in your life? So what happened to me, there was this one moment really, I was in my twenties and I was having this wonderful life. So, you know, on the outside looking in, I was working in Paris um, in this corporate job, you know, think of matching handbags and high heels and cocktail parties and all this kind of stuff, which, maybe I'd been conditioned to think was expected of me. And this was this idea of success. And I, I remember one, uh, it was a Friday evening and I came out of a meeting and that had gone on and on and on. And I actually had a kind of a meltdown, for want of a better word, in the middle of the street. And I just, I screamed because inside there was this wildness, there was this, softness there was it, it just couldn't be contained anymore and I had to I just I had to admit to myself I am really miserable this isn't me I have to stop this now um but like many things uh you know it's so that moment for me was this turning point and then I kind of had to figure out well how am I turning how am I going to turn this around And I started a process of journaling um, and I I was already attuned to Reiki. So I think actually that had already been working away. You know, my spiritual journey, if you like, had started 
one afternoon when a friend said, hey, there's this thing called Reiki, do you want to learn it? And so already my spirit had been going off and trying to find these um, ways to connect and find it, find a newer um, way to simply be in the world. And so I started my process of self-Reiki treatment and journaling to really find that authentic voice inside of me. And one afternoon I was coming, and I remember this really clearly because I think this was the point that the plant said, hello, you, you you've got a you've got a job to do here and it, I, I really feel that this was unbeknownst to me okay I I didn't grow up necessarily knowing the names of plants I thought that plants was this thing that my mum was into you know I yeah. didn't even know the names of flowers that got delivered to our office I used to think oh they're nice pretty yellow ones or those tall white ones um, and this particular afternoon really stands out because I was coming back. I just, I just kind of taken myself on a kind of self-care date. Um, I was meditating, I was doing some journal work and I was walking back and I just noticed this shop at the corner of my eye that was so beautiful. It had all these arrangements of flowers and plants. And I tell you, I walked in there, I was kind of in this trance and I purchased as many as I could carry and I took them home to my tiny apartment in Paris. And from that moment on, that was like my heart just opening up to the spirit of the plants. And from that moment on, if you fast forwarded a year, I was back in the UK. I was not living in a city. I was growing my own vegetables. I was foraging and making herbal medicines. I was working for a conservation company and I was studying for a Bachelor of Science in Herbal Medicine. Wow. My life literally went on a different direction. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm talking to you about this. And, you know, the different direction is obvious when people take a look at what we're talking about today. One of the things, plant spirit, Reiki, energy healing with the elements of nature, um, because, you know, I think for me, and let me ask you the same question. I think for me, I got signs along the way that I needed to do something different, but I didn't listen to them, right? Um, yes. And so there had to be the shocker. Uh, and I could tell you the day, April 1st, 2004, I was given a workshop, Live Your Greatest Dream. By the end of the workshop, my right ankle was the size of a soccer ball, very large grapefruit. Honestly, people thought I tripped and fell. I didn't. But that's what got my attention. Six months after starting a one-hour show, I found myself not being able to do anything but this. Not a real job, nothing. Um, isn't it interesting how the universe gets our attention? Oh, it's, you know, but what's, what's really interesting is, like you say, it gets our attention and we don't listen. We go, no, I know better. I know better, actually. It's not that, it can't be that. And this is why we we carry on. Um, well, for, for a start, we, we carry on regardless. So we, we, um, we move away, we don't trust the pain in our body. We don't stop and pause and think, you know what? Actually, uh, why am I losing my temper all the time? Why am I this angry person who who shouts at people? We don't we don't pause and listen to the signs which are around us. And this is you know, and I think this is why we have pulled away from our disconnection with nature that our ancestors knew um, because we don't 
spend the time to pause. And also we, we don't trust ourselves enough when we do pause. We think that other people know us better. We think that other people know our health better or what's best for us in terms of our, maybe our careers or our relationships and so on. Because we've, I think we've been conditioned to just, you know, not trust the first response, which might come from really being present in our bodies and um, opening up, you know, to the world around us. Yeah, totally with you on that. And that's really why I'm so fascinated to talk to you about there's so much included in what you're bringing to the forefront. I want to take a short break. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about how this is about everyday ways. And what I mean by that is, you know, what you've set up for people is to understand there is an exchange here. This is available to all of us. This is just not for one or two people that maybe think that they want to teach this. This is for everyone. When we come back, I want to take a deeper dive into what your top three, top three things we could talk about that people could do now, why now, and how their power could change lives. We're going to take a short break, Faye Johnstone, when we come back. Yep, copies of the book, all of that right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you a feminine entrepreneur and you're tired of being stuck in the making just enough money trap? I hear you. I'm Julie Steelman, and I just released a brand new masterclass about how to unlock the three secrets to creating a financial breakthrough in your business. 
come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. I'm going to walk you through the three things you need to do to create that financial breakthrough you've been craving. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? Then don't miss the creative empowerment show, Invoking Radical Love, with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit rachelchase.com. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on soul wisdom abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, look at plant, spirit, Reiki, energy healing with the elements of nature. We're taking your calls. Got a question for Faye? Give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Faye, how do people get a copy of the book? How do they find out about you? You can go to fayjohnston.com um, or plantspiritreiki.com and find out about me. And also the book's available in all the usual places, okay? Um, your favorite bookstore, online, wherever. Look, um, I had an experience when I was on the way to recovery and I didn't have words for it. Of course, you've taken all of that and put it in this book. Uh, this is how you do transform your energy practice. But I had an experience with this with Dr. Darvish at the time. And this idea of putting something on the body of a plant-based nature, and then this beautiful, I didn't know it was Reiki at the time, but this, uh, let me call it, holding the energetic space for healing over that area, Right whether it's inflammation, it didn't matter what it was. And I, I was just at the beginning of learning about this. In my case, almost all the conventional medicines were failing. They didn't work on me for some reason. And I was meant to go this route. And you know, to this day, I credit Dr. Darvish with saving my life. It took a while. It took a while. There are a lot of layers that needed to be addressed. And so I want to ask you this. There's so much in this book about every day. This is a book for, yes, practitioners, but for people every day. What are your, let's say people are hearing this for the first time, right? Give us what might be at the top of your list to talk about. Well, I think the, 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 the step one that people can do to you know start to open to the, the the nature the power of nature and plants is actually and this is going to sound so stupid but actually get outside go out take a walk go somewhere where there is something green and growing and i know it's more challenging when we live in a city and we're urban um in urban environments but that we have beautiful parks and you know i bet there's a street near you 
that you would simply love to walk down because the flowers or the trees when they're in bloom or in the leaf or this time of year when they're starting to change color. So the number one thing that we can all do is to actually make an effort to go out into nature and to, to just simply, not with your mobile device, not with like something to do. The thing to do is just to actually open your senses to the amazing natural world which is around you and which is growing and it's just there doing its amazing thing so that is the first thing which everybody can do um you know and which is really important not just for our physical health and well-being but for our mental health and well-being yeah, yeah. so um, i i talked about this um about a week ago about the idea of if it's if it's possible and you have some grass to walk on just putting your bare feet in the grass i mean that is a feeling people say really and i mean you don't have to do a whole lot i mean if you have to be sheltering in place you can just walk on this grass and be with that and you know this idea of absorbing this in your feet is it's been fascinating to me. And I remember when that was first suggested to me and I pretty much laughed, but you know, fast forward to about 10 years and like now it's boy, gotta connect with nature. Nature was never meant for us to isolate from it. Well, we've been very clever at putting up these lovely square buildings <laughs> and walls and windows. And we have convinced ourselves that we're, we're safer inside. And, you know, I'm very, very grateful for my home, but also, you know, this connection with the outside world, we've, we've put up these barriers and that really is causing a big sense of disconnect for so many people. You know, we feel it in our hearts actually. Um, there is this kind of wildness and I, I see it in my clients, a longing that is there somewhere. And I think that's, you know, I think it comes really, it's in our bones. It's in our DNA from our ancestors who yeah. lived, they lived much more closely to the land than we do. And, and we see it, you know, we see it today in indigenous cultures, like for example, in the Amazon rainforest, and they are living in such close proximity to nature but we have just put the barriers up, the walls have come up and we've shut ourselves away, which is actually really, I think it's really harmful. And this is why just taking yourself out for a walk in nature to kind of rekindle that relationship that the, the earth is green and growing and we were born on this earth. We're made of the same stuff actually. And, and so for me, it's really natural to, to feel that connection in this web of life. You know, we're not separate we are actually all connected and you know plants are intelligent beings they have they have um very complex systems and just because they're not moving around or cute and cuddly like our animal friends yeah you know we dis we dis we disregard them as kind of inert and uninteresting whereas actually they're they're amazing intelligent beings with they have this you know just like we have an electromagnetic field around us plants do too and when we're in close proximity with them this is when our fields kind of align and connect and we feel it in some way in our body even though the conscious mind might not really be aware of that so this is why it's really important to get yourself out to these places in nature 
that are that can inspire you you know and it can even be a beach landscape a forest landscape an urban park like i was saying and like you're saying if you can you know walk barefoot feel the grass feel that connection or if you can't do that you know i'm in scotland the weather's not so good right now but we can touch we can connect with plants through touching leaves touching the bark being like a child in nature is actually the the best way to kind of break down that the barriers which have come up as we've as we've grown up as adults so if you have kids or um can you know can go out in nature with kids they will show you they can be your greatest teachers actually because you know kids don't care they just want to explore they want to run wild they want to find the the best places whereas adults were a little bit more uh, reserved about sticking to the path and not wanting to get dirty you know we don't want to get unclean oh Um, i know where'd that come from Uh, (laughs) (laughs) jeez but you know one of the things too i want to really talk to you about related to that is in the book you talk about into intuitive selection i think that's what you call it intuitive selection and and so okay so I get asked a lot, like, what, why am I drawn to certain things? So for example, I am drawn to juniper, juniper tincture, drink it under the tongue, whatever you want to call it, juniper oil in my like infuser thing, juniper, like, and people say, what is it about you and juniper? And I was reading your book and my answer now is, I'm just intuitively drawn to it. I don't have a good answer. <laughs> but this is what you're you're helping us really trust in ourselves. Do you find that this is really one of those roadblocks for people to trust their intuition when it comes to plant plants and healing? Yeah, it's your your example is so beautiful actually because this happens so much um, for us, isn't it? We, we we even when we're choosing a body product, we might smell some samples in the store and then we're like, oh, I want this one. I like the rose or the <laughs> lavender or citrus, you know. And we're we're doing that kind of for fun, we, but actually that's a form of intuitive plant healing. You're allowing your likes and dislikes. Uh, to to guide you as to what you what's going to align with your spirit, what's going to fill your heart with joy, and yeah, we we don't really trust ourselves anymore. And the problem that we have, I think, um, is that we like. I mean, I think Google has a lot to answer for. I would actually say that because the often what happens is we that we want to know what a plant is for. We that's the first thing that we ask. Oh, I want to sit under this oak tree. We, we ask, oh, I wonder what that means. What's this for? What's this going to help me with? Rather, so we're asking a source outside of ourselves. And while obviously there is so much information out there on the herbal properties, the, the physiological properties of medicinal plants and so on, which is really, really valuable. And again, with the essential oils and so on, and all this research that there's all this kind of knowledge that we have collectively as to what these remedies are for and what they can help with. Actually, you know yourself better than anyone you actually do know why you are drawn to certain things you know what lights you up you know what makes you feel good you know that make what makes you want to move towards it and what makes you want to push away from it so actually what intuitive healing encourages is this trust in yourself and just 
following and kind of be, it's almost like a gentle holding of your curiosity and being willing to trust yourself and being willing to go you know what I don't know why but I really want to put frankincense um on my on my pillow tonight it just yes. it just feels right you know so we're what I always say with my work is that we are following the heart and not the head Okay, right. so the head is really useful for, you know, all, like I was saying, all the chemical properties and what things do this scientifically. But the heart will guide you to the healing and that well-being that you're longing for and that will bring you back into the alignment with that vibration of, of well-being and joy, which you are. And, you know, this is what I want to talk about when we come back. It's now when you had that intuitive sense the next level is the energy healing part, the Reiki part, you know, the part that can it accelerate the effects of the plant medicine. How does Reiki activate in ways that you cannot even describe? And Faye's going to give us a couple of rituals and examples. For those of you out there, Plant Spirit Reiki Energy Healing with the Elements and Nature, 1-800-930-2819 if you have a question. Um, and in the book right here, she goes through and she talks about healing with Reiki and the Elements and Nature. When you come back, what about winter? What about fall? What about fire? What about water? What about air? What about putting them all together? What about healing? We'll be right back. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amira Beth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit Amerabeth.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Get your goddess groove on with me, Laura Hosford. Tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where I offer you authentic channel messages of love, inspiration, and heart healing grace. Get your goddess groove on. When the goddess speaks, everyone listens. For more information, visit LauraHosford.com. That's LauraHosford.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. 
Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune into Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Thank you, Stevie. It was great to have you chime in right there, Stevie Nicks, everybody. Thank you, Benny. Um, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. For more information about me, go to thedrpatshow.com. For more information about Transformation Talk Radio, transformationtalkradio.com. Um, for more information about my very special guest today, uh, Faye, let's have your website. And again, tell folks how they can get a copy of the book. Sure. It's, you can reach me at fayjohnston.com. And actually on the website, you can get a free audio sample of the book too, but it's available in all the usual places online or at your favorite bookstore. So I love this next part because I love understanding how to combine healing energies, nature, plant life, and the elements, right? So whenever I get somebody on the show that either does astrology or tarot, they look at my chart and they see all of these planets in the top quadrant Four, three or four of them are under Sagittarius three or four in my moon are under Capricorn. And so they always look at that and fire and earth. They always look at that and fire and earth. And then there's a conversation about it. Most of the time, I'm not 100% sure of what they're trying to say, but I know how I feel. And I want to ask you this. There is such power and it's ancient. It goes back in almost every culture. If you go back to ancient Sumerian or you go back to Peru, you go back to, you know, anywhere, Egypt, you go back to Italy, any of those places, you read about the combination of these things may not be hearing them about it in modern time, but think about all the essential oils that came out of Egypt or, you know, think about all of the herbal and plant-based out of Italy and other places, South America, my gosh. How do they know how to put these together and how can we learn how they did it? The indigenous people knew that this is about air. This is about this. This is how you heal. Tell us about how we get that wisdom, please, and what we should know about combining things. Well, so for me, I think Lee, the I, I just when I was so I ran a I, look, I ran a flower <laughs> and herb farm for a while, 
Um, this is kind of where my journey with the plants led me. I let plants take the lead. So number one is following all these little hunches, you know, and listening to the whispers that are that you know are around you and they don't necessarily have to be whispers from nature sometimes they're whispers from social media or friends talking that introduce us to essences or oils or herbs or herbal teas that we've not actually you know considered before um or you know following up on that hunch that you you see some flowers and you think, you know what, my friend's not feeling so well at the moment. I think I'll buy her some flowers to cheer her up. You know, just kind of um, dropping into your heart space is what I mentioned before. And for me, it was just a natural progression to invite the plants into my Reiki practice, into my treatment room with my clients, because it's a very heart, it's a heart based, it's a heart centered practice, the practice of Reiki and the practice of healing and channeling energy. And so is this, this uh, practice of intuitively connecting with plants. So really it was, it was from this heart center. Um, and obviously, as we know, the heart center is also, it's not just about loving and being compassionate towards others and to the natural world, but it's also about the self care and self love and, and helping yourself heal. So I think that's why or how I came to the the practice and I used to I used to feel I had my treatment space and I used to really feel through the window that the plants were outside and they were looking in and I just had this sense that they want to come in here and I didn't know at the beginning how on earth to do that. And this is the thing we, we, I went into that space of, well, I don't trust. I don't know. How do I do that? I need someone to guide me. I need a, I need a manual. I need someone to show me. But actually what I did do is I thought, you know what? The plants are going to guide me and I'm going to feel my way with this. And I, I, I started noticing I would go for a walk before a treatment, for example. And I just felt that the plants were wanting to be present wanting to be part of the treatment and so what I started doing is I would pause by a tree for example that I felt was trying to get my attention yeah and making me feel a certain way and I would ask you know do you want to be present in this healing and again not knowing or not trusting that I knew that this way and the answer it felt good and I thought okay this feels right then. I'm, I'm going to take a piece of you with me. And so that is how I started. And it's the same. I use kind of like the same process, whether it's plants, whether it's essences, whether it's um, essential oils, herbal teas. You know, we, we can tune in and connect to that part of us that does know and then allow the plants to just take the lead, following, rather than thinking following we were just talking weren't we about how things that might not seem logical you know follow it and see how it feels and if and that because it's we want to feel good they all you know all these therapies are about is us feeling good our clients feeling good we want to feel better we want to feel more balanced more grounded we want to you know get rid of this regret and loss that we carry whatever it is and so we want to move towards things which make us feel good and that's how, that's the kind of compass, if you like, for navigating the, the, plant, the plant world and all of these amazing plant products that we have available to us. You know, we, we can, I mean, you, we'll, a really good example, actually, is 
you know, if you if you go to a fast food restaurant and grab a cheap meal, okay, you can do that. And then how about you compare the flavor and the taste and how to um, a meal which has been lovingly prepared by someone who has home grown their vegetables organically and they have put time and effort into not only growing their vegetables but preparing you a beautiful meal you know the two experiences you can't even compare them the two experiences actually leave you feeling so different and so this is kind of this is what the intuitive plant healing is about and when we combine it with reiki when we combine it with energy therapy like i said we're in this heart space so the two combine and it just brings another dimension into the practice and you know this is part of why i was so excited to talk with you today is because we are in unprecedented times right now and you know sometimes um the the thinking that got us to where we are today is not the thinking that will help us get out. Einstein said it a bit differently, um, but it's this idea of being open to finding other ways and other remedies. Um, and you know, part of this too is looking at the plants and the remedy principles that you've outlined in the book, and to think about, you know, what shall I do today? So for example, I was reading about transmuting anger with the earth. And, you know, anger, frustration, fear, those things. Um, And then I was fascinated by all of the beautiful exercises, especially the Reiki worry doll. And I thought, my gosh, you have so many either ceremonies or uh, practices or principles. And then I looked at the elements and the combination. And I thought about this idea of how can we share the ease of this with people? Because I think that there has been such mystery about healing in this way for so long. And I think it's time for us to not only demystify it, but to invite people to try it. If you haven't tried it, what are you finding, you know, with your clients, with people, what are you finding happens after folks cross that threshold of exploration? What do they discover? Do you know, it's like a light bulb has gone on somewhere. (laughs) It's like a light. It's like light is emanating from inside somehow. And I often, and I, I'm I'm actually going to tell you a beautiful story. There was one time I, following the client had come to me earlier in the day. We'd done some Reiki together um, uh, with the plants. And she called me that day or she sent me a text and she said, I know this sounds funny, but I was on my walk and she'd been suffering from anxiety and, you know, all, all work related career stuff, you know, the usual, the usual stuff that we, we carry and many people suffer from. And she said, I know this sounds really stupid, but I was walking the dog tonight and I looked up in the sky and I first noticed that the sunset was so beautiful. The sky felt beautiful. And then it just looked like these trees 
The branches of the trees silhouetted against the sky were forming a heart shape. And I felt, I just felt so connected and supported and like things were going to be okay. And I tell you, this was a beautiful story because she wouldn't have noticed that kind of magic prior to the treatments that we've been having together. It's a, it's a, for me, it was a gradual awakening. You know, yeah. I moved from this stressed out person in their city role in Paris, and it took me a while to get to where I am today, writing my books and teaching, connecting people with plants and Reiki. But once we start, the plants take root in your heart and the, there's no going back. You can't unsee things. You can't, you know, you can't disconnect because it feels, it feels strange in your body once you, once you, once, you know, it feel, it, you, just, you can't go back to the kind of shape that you were because you are bigger and brighter when you realize that this is a whole kind of web of life that you actually you just just need to plug back into it and we're just remembering this is the beauty of this it's not new we're remembering we're remembering this innate knowing inside of us and these beautiful sacred relationships that we have with the natural world so it's and what i love i just i you wouldn't believe the number of photos that get sent to me through email or on, on facebook of people saying i just met this flower or you won't believe it, this tree is my favorite tree, it does this for me, and the stories. And I think they're very empowering for other people. I have a, a Facebook group called Plant Spirit People, and this is, a, this is our online space, if you like, for people to join who can meet with other people who go, yeah, you know what? This feels really good, and I do it this way. And they're sharing their experiences and they're sharing you know, this, the transformation that's happening. So it's almost like we're open. I just, I feel like I'm just holding this space because it's not me that's doing the teaching. It is the plants and they're just helping you. And I keep kind of touching my heart because I really feel that <laughs> once we let the plants in and we do this, just in case listeners aren't really clear, like, how do I do that? What's she talking about? The, the, we do it with a practice of gratitude and appreciation out in nature. So it's really that fact of going out in nature or to a park or your garden, or even with a house plant, if you can't access the outside world or a vase of flowers and just looking and opening up to the beauty that's there. And if there's a favorite tree on your street or at the end of the road or in your garden, just acknowledging that tree and you can do it with a smile, that kind of knowing smile saying, hey, I see you, thank you, you're beautiful. And it's just these tiny acts of appreciation. And, you know, you, you can go big, you can start offerings, we can do Reiki yeah. with the plants and so on. But we start, we can start really small, like touching the branch of a tree with a with an actual, you know, saying thank you. And this starts to open the gateways of your heart and also really starts to realign you with that vibration of the plants. Yeah, so I want to ask you this. I had my first introduction to the desert in the mid 90s, let's say, and I've never been the same. But one of the things I'm acutely drawn to is sage for a lot of reasons, uh, whether it's burning it, touching it, feeling it, it doesn't matter. But the indigenous people knew the power of sage, oh, like how long ago? 
Can you talk about cleansing for a moment and the process of cleansing and how important it is, especially when it has to do with energy and plants? So we can use many different plants for cleansing. So I think you're talking about when you burn like a bundle of herbs and, One you know, thing. I think then we, we, you know, so white sage is a very popular plant um, over here in the UK. What, what I like to encourage people to do is actually use plants that you can grow or that you can find locally. So over here in the UK, we might use, for example, lavender, rosemary, mugwort. We, I use garden sage because like you, I, I just love it so much. Um, or pine, for example. So we don't have to what I want to discourage people from doing is thinking, oh, you know, you see these, the you see them for sale in the kind of uh, new age shops or the crystal shops, you see all the smudge sticks for sale. You just have to be really careful about where you're, where they're, where they're being sourced and, you know, all the ethical kind of side of things really. So I like to encourage people to find herbs and plants that grow locally to you because they're on the same vibration yeah. as you. Yeah. You're already connected to them. And so when we burn, I mean, many people will have different rituals. The, the most important thing I feel when we're doing a ritual is that we're talking to the plant. We're inviting it in. Just like you might invite a person in. So if I have a sage stick in my hand or if I have some mugwort, lavender, whatever I'm using, I'm burning it. And as I burn it, it's, I'm, I'm doing so very mindfully. I'm doing so very respectfully. And I'm watching because every single thing I do interacting with this bundle of herbs will be a message for me. It's part of the magic. And I've done ceremonies. Um, if I'm holding a Reiki drum meditation, for example, I did, I remember one particular time I was, I was lighting um, one of my smudge. It was a smudge stick. And the fire sparked and it literally, it kind of, it was like this eruption of fireworks. Yeah. And it was like, wow, you know, just being aware of, wow, okay, there's an, there's something going on here. To this, like, this is very powerful. This is the fire energy coming in. So we have to be really aware. Um, we don't want to just light something and just like, woo, there we go. I've cleaned myself. You know, we, uh, for me, it's all about ritual and the highest of respect. And I don't necessarily, if you've been taught a ritual by an elder, and if you have plants that you feel connected with, then use those. But if you haven't, I just encourage people to create your own ritual. You know, we, we, have, we have our own rituals for making coffee or tea in the mornings. So, or getting our yoga mat ready for our practice. Create your own ritual for cleansing your space and getting rid because what we're doing we're inviting that plant in and obviously all plants have different healing qualities yeah so you want to feel for what might be needed in your space and be open to guidance around that but it's really important to start i like to think of cleansing as starting with a clean slate so we want to just we want to we want to cleanse our energy field and the energy of the place for with anything that's stagnant anything that's hanging around that doesn't belong here doesn't belong to you and the space that you want to open into and create and that's what we're doing and we can call in other herbs or even you know with essential oils with the ascent with essential oils and if you're burning those in a diffuser for me it's the same principle we're inviting yeah. that beautiful plant in to fragrant you know to bring its fragrance to your space 
And what I love about this is it really loops us back to what we started to talk about. And I think for a lot of folks and myself included, the hesitation is that we're going to do something wrong. But, you know, because of the way you're talking about intuitive plant healing, you know, this is really the key for people. This is not a right or wrong if we open our hearts, you know, if we follow that place. You know, Linda watches me every day go reach into my essential oil and pick one out. And you, and no rhyme reason, don't really know, I just pick one. You know, today I picked uh, an, an oil called Valor. Um, and for whatever that day is, that's what it is. Um, and I love that you're inviting people to trust themselves in this arena, because a lot of times we are afraid to do that. And in your book, not only does it do that, but what it does is it shows us the way. It says, this is the how. You can follow this. So I want to thank you for this. Um, again, please let folks know about how they can get a copy of the book. And what I didn't talk about is you even talk about herbal teas and so forth in here. I'm, I'm not sure you left anything out, including the foot bath. Um, how do people find out about you? How do they get a copy of the book? And what's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? So find out about me at fayjohnston.com. So that's F-A-Y-J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N-E.com. And like I said, there's a free audio sample of the Plant Spirit Reiki book on there too. The book's available in all the usual places at your favorite bookstore. And also, if you pre-order it, because it's coming out in a few weeks, if you pre-order it, there are some special bonuses available to you. So you can check those out on my website too. I so I think my, my, my message to you is you go for it. You know, it's all in the intention. So get out there and drop into the heart space and open to the beauty of the green world. You'll find it easy once you get going and start trusting yourself. I love it. Thank you so very much for today. One more time. Tell everybody about your website one last time. It's fayjohnston.com. That's where you can find out about me. But if, you, if you're if you a Facebook user, um, Plant Spirit, um, sorry, Plant Spirit People is the group where we're there and we're discussing and, you know, connecting with plants and sharing our experiences too. Hey, Faye, thank you so much for everything you're doing. For those of you out there, um, thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on. And, you know, here is the discovery. The discovery is you it's within you it's so much a part of the healing power each of us has in the magnificence of this physical body emotional essence and spiritual nature all of it works together so beautifully well and Faye has done a brilliant job of showing the power of this thank you everybody thank you benny thank you david thank you Faye.